we will not copyright or trademark that. Um, the, we do not have the rights to this at all. Please do not sue us. Thank you. Welcome to These Unprecedented Gays, featuring Joe Grinelli and Paul Smith. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and review wherever you stream your podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at TUGaysPod and email us at TUGaysPod at Yahoo.com. We hope you enjoy. Okay, so we just have to get right to it because welcome to These Unprecedented Gays. I'm Paul. Oh, we are... Go- I am Joe. And Joe's back in the studio, everybody. Oh. I am back, back, back again, as Shen Jayla said in season th- <laughs> okay. two, three, three, five. It all starts. Hallelujah. And then when she pulled out, I don't know. Well, she popped out of the box for season three. But she then was... she was back, back, back again for another one, no? Uh... We also have to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race and the never-ending season and how I think I'm going to boycott RuPaul's Drag Race forever. Why? I'm just so done. Really? I'm just so done with the never-ending seasons. But it's apparently because VH1 wants there to be more episodes. Well, and also not only that, but like you knew Bosco wasn't going to go home. Like, but I will say this, I love that George just wasn't playing around with like, when she was like, well, she was at the bottom three, three times, times in the same episode. episode. <laughs> when they were doing it, but okay, so like, when they, I knew, and I told Max, I was on the couch, and Max the was, dog? yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I was like, I have to tell somebody, okay. you know. Because you were in quarantine. Yeah, and you guys don't watch it till Saturday. Yeah, we And don't. Nick was busy. <laughs> and so, um. For that Friday, I was like, Max, Lady Camden's beef with Bosco. Lady Camden's going to win. Bosco's going to be in the bottom, and she's going to go home. But guess what, Max? She's going to have the fucking chocolate. Yeah. And I was right. And then I was like, I'm done. But you know what? It was, it the way that it was done, like, they are really good at, like, rusicals and... Oh, it was, it was solid, yeah. They were really good at that. I will say that about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I will say, like, Lady Camden just gave a different energy than everybody else. I really liked Willow Pill, though, when that, like, she popped on. Because I was like, oh, um, that was really fun. Yeah. It was like a showstopper. It was, it was very oh, yeah. good. I was like, okay, look at this with the Moulin Rouge and the Moulin Rouge tie-in and everything. It was good, yeah. It was very good. Have you watched Espana yet? Have I what? Have you watched Espana? Oh, I, I thought you were like, have you watched Espana? I was like, what is Espana? <laughs> no, because I can't read. <laughs> Subtitles <laughs> on TV. It's really good though. Okay, but did you watch Hispania one? I did. Okay. Yeah. Not we, good. We watched that. It was okay. You. It was. There were there weren't as many girls because there was only like eight, and you kind of knew from the start who was gonna win. Oh okay. Like from the first episode, you already knew because of the talent. Okay. But in this episode, I mean this season. They had a lot of talent here, and I was very surprised. And they came with some Luke's like for Espana season two, UKS, all capitals. Like how many people? It's like twelve. So okay. it's a full on. So they uh, what is it? Found they expanded. Oh. So I was like, but you know, fifty percent. Oh, we're gonna be doing maths. <laughs> yeah, look at that. But like, they are really good. Like, this one did a an angel theme, and it was like, it was crazy. I think it's uh, her name is Onyx, 
and she did this like angel like fallen angel fallen angel look and oh. it was just fantastic huh so check it out take some time read it <laughs> Maybe brush up on your España. Well, in all of my murder mystery serial killer things that I've been watching, there are various ones that are in other languages, like in other countries. And I'm like, oh, there was one in France and I had to read that episode. I was like, I, I can't. Because, like, I have to try and pay attention. And that, like, I'd be, I, I don't know, like, uh, subtitles are difficult for me. See, when you get to our age, I mean, any age, we just watch everything with subtitles because yes. we just. I probably just, just I probably just won't watch TV. Except for Minx. Except for Minx, because Minx, because the subtitles get in the way of me seeing penis, and I just <laughs> love TV. Can you put them in a different spot? Like uh, I've never tried that. Ours is pretty stationary. Oh. So it's almost like the black bar that you would see when they censor things. Oh no! <laughs> I hate stationary subtitles. Um. <laughs> But, like, we were also trying to watch Dune last night. Oh, God. And I was like, you kind of have to have the subtitles on for that because they talk really softly. Mm -hmm. And if you try to turn it up, all of a sudden there'll be a, a fight scene and it's like, what the? Oh, it's loud, yeah. Yeah. And you get the surround sound, so basically it would be an earthquake. Right. And it's just like, oh, I can't, God. Dune. I can't with the Dune. I cannot with the Dune. It's three hours. I loved it. I was like, and I then know. they're like, Part two, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, we were like, do we need to read the book first to understand what's going on? Because uh -uh. I'm like, what would spice have to do with space travel? <laughs> why, why do you need paprika to make this? this <laughs> Come on, it's cumin. Pronounce cumin. <laughs> I'm like, is, it, is the tarragon going to make your warp drive work? Like, it's oregano, you better don't. <laughs> Oregano, go to warp speed. Yeah, <laughs> or some uh, some coriander. Uh, yeah. That's a right. Like, that's a, a spice. spice. <laughs> some turmeric. Baby spice. Oh. <laughs> oh, different spice. Okay, but they could like run the spaceship. So anyway, let's talk about our weeks because you had an amazing week or two weeks because you had I was like what? COVID. I'm like have I? Yeah. Where? Have you, did you have like a mild case? I had COVID? like very 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 mild. Well that's good. It, I And I'm lucky you know so I think um, I would say symptom wise it, it, and I still sound stuffy which is really annoying because I feel fine but like it was just my, like mild congestion but I had nothing in terms of like respiratory. Okay good. So it was very confusing because yeah. I was like this is, I feel like it's like a head cold, and the only reason I tested is because I was going to go up to San Jose for Val's engagement party, and oh, then I felt terrible. Val. I know, I felt, she looked beautiful. She was gorgeous. Like, and so, like, I, I did, like, the test, and it was, like, a faint line. I was like, that can't be right, and I texted Nick, and I was like, uh, and he sent me, like, a sad face, and then I was like, <laughs> um... And then I was like, I have another version, another brand. Let's try another brand. Because this is like what we call in the industry, like a pharmaceuticals testing into compliance, where you like shouldn't do it because you're going to test it until you get the results you want, which is right. bad science. And so, so then I took the Binax one and it was like very faint. And I was like, okay, I need like a yes and no. And then I texted Travis. Not a baby. Thank you. I texted Travis and I was like, look, give me the lowdown. Like, what is it? Like, what should I do? And he's like, I can't see anything on the, on the test result or whatever. And he's like, you have to like really get in and swab your nose. And I was like, fine. So I touched my brain with the tip. And then, um, Just it was, it was a, the line appeared very, very quickly. And I was like, oh, oh no. So most likely because you have um, respiratory, I mean, I'm not a doctor. 
but like you might have a, you might have had Omicron. I think like, yeah. Oh yeah. But it's more of like in your throat. Yeah, and I had like a a little bit of a cough like for half a day. Um, the weird part was in the beginning, like on that. So like, I felt I kind of felt it Thursday night, and then Friday I was like, mm, I feel weird, and then I took my COVID yeah. test and it was positive. But then on Saturday I woke up and I was nauseous, Ooh. which was weird. Yeah. Because I hadn't really eaten anything out of the ordinary. And then I was like, um, this is strange. So I had, like, laid down on the couch and then, like, took an hour nap. And then after, I was like, okay, I guess I'm fine. And then it was just, like, a bunch of congestion for the rest of the, like, nine days yeah. or whatever. And I kept testing positive even at day 10. The worst part is we're talking about congestion. And then, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, am I getting congested? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you sound really congested. <laughs> So, and also, I'm like, I still don't like when people cough really loudly in public. Because, like, we had somebody in the in the office one day, a patient. And Why are like, they coughing? I, well, I was like, he coughed. And I was like, really, sir? Did he have We're a mask on? Right now? Do you yes, guys still have mask on? Okay. Still, yeah, we still make them. Good. And when people come in and the girls don't say something right away, I'm like, <clears throat> <clears throat> and they're like, they look back at me like, what the is wrong with you? And I'm like, and the mask, like, you know, the hand over the mouth. You gesture for the I mask. Gesture, and they're like, sir, do you have a mask? And I'm like, you're going to be a lot more energetic about that. Like, hi, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to put on a mask. Thanks. <laughs> they, they get on me about that. Every time they see somebody walking in, they're like, all around. <laughs> it's protocol. It is protocol. I'm oh, like, y'all need to stop following that. So, but, yeah, it was pretty, like... I was mild. It was fine. It was just like more annoying than did anything. Did you guys go for a bike ride this past Saturday, right? Did you or no? I did, and I was like not wanting to push it, and like mm-hmm. I felt fine, but like. Well, come on, salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> it took you a second. That COVID break took you a second. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the COVID well no I don't have COVID anymore I'm hoping but like I was kind of like ditzy before COVID so like so it just exasperated that whole condition it did it did indeed yeah exasperated or exacerbated that too <laughs> yes I was, he was exasperated and he was exasperated exacerbated yeah and lacerated is that a legal term that I should know because I study law on YouTube <laughs> yeah well, now I'm a criminal investigator oh, after watching lawyer. serial murders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. basically me. Nothing to phone home about. How okay. are you? Good. You know, um, been weird at work. Just a, kind of like a strange, like a lot of wacky people and stuff happening. And then uh, we did get a, I told you that we got a letter from a listener. His name is Brian. And he was moving from Philly to San Diego. Oh, did he have a lot of cream cheese? Because that's where they make it in Philadelphia. <laughs> no, because of supply chain. There's not a lot. Apparently supply chain is causing expensive gas prices for plane flights. No, the gas isn't supply chain. Is it? Is it the gas supply chain? Um, um inflation. There's more unrest in the Middle East, I think. Yeah, that too. Or, or in, in, in Russia. Russia. Or Russia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, we're not getting enough of what we... Anyway. Yeah. So, um... He was driving from Philly to San Diego, and he sent drive. us a letter saying, you know, he was going to do this, and he found our podcast and was planning on listening to us the entire way. Did he? Uh, yeah, he said he listened to 40 hours of us 
Like God, I know. Listen to us. Forty, 40 hours. hours. <laughs> That's a full time job, and he still has his hearing. I know, and he still was like happy to meet us. Okay, Brian, <laughs> get it, girl. Um, but he like he found this and he found another podcast, and I guess we don't talk about the other podcasts. Though. Well, I guess he didn't like that one because they had a lot of dead air during the podcast, and he was like, "That's no fun to him." So he listened to us, but he wanted to know. Um, which episodes you can listen to about learning about San Diego and how to meet people and things oh, like God. that. So he gave us some ideas and stuff. And yeah. then we started talking and then uh, he, when he got here, I told him, you know, just send us a message. Maybe we can meet up for coffee or something. Yeah. We ended up going for brunch, but you couldn't go because you were I was quarantining. Quarantining. Um, but super nice guy. He didn't kill us. So that's a good thing. Okay. Like, we're very happy about Well, that. if he did, I would have watched the remake on Netflix. There you go. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, super nice guys. So welcome, Brian, and see people if you send us your emails to tugazepod at yes. yahoo.com or send us slide a in, baby. slide into our DMs on Instagram on tugazepod. Like, we do respond, we do want to meet you, we do want to like, say yes. hi and stuff. Yes, so. tug away, baby. <laughs> tug away, tug away, tug away. <laughs> Oh god, we're not gonna get super. No, because no, because that's a cover. Oh, or uh an homage. Spoof? Oh a god. Party? Oh my god, I still don't know how to spell homage. Really? Because I think I spelled it like A-U-M-A-G-E. And then homage? like I you typed it. This is like I'm getting flashbacks and it's homage. Stupid spelling. Homage. Yeah. Homage. Right after Hanukkah. And hummus. <laughs> Look, you hit it, you're about to cough on when you're going to say that. Yeah, hummus. All right, so let's just get into our favorite segment. Mouth to mouth resuscitation. Ah. Hey, what are you with? Besides murder mysteries. Well, I mean, I think I need to calm down on those because it's like I'm paranoid. And like, I need to like, there was one day and I was like, I really wish that I could have a human in my like bed with me to like comfort, but I couldn't. And Max, I was like, let Max sleep on the bed. Max wouldn't. Okay. Max could not protect me if a serial killer was there. He'd be like, who are you? And then Max would die because the serial killer would slit his throat. And then I'd be falling asleep. Oh Fast asleep. I know. These are the things that you watch. It's it fine. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, true crime does mess with your head, though. I Even walking Cooper, like, at yes. 10 o'clock at night. Yes. When I'm listening to a lot of, like, podcasts about true crime, everyone you pass is a potential... Yes. You know, like, yes. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Thank it, you so much. Andy just likes to go around and go, like, what's that guy doing? What's that guy? Who's that guy? Why is he in our neighborhood? What is he doing? Well, and then it's like, why are you what paranoid? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not paranoid anymore about that, but kind of. But I'm watching the Pizza Bomber uh, documentary. The Pizza Bomber? Yeah, it's about the, it, the guy in... Um, well, I don't know yet because I'm only in episode two of four. Um, but it's the... Um, oh, I also watched the Cecil Hotel one. I think you guys watched with Lisa, Elisa Lamb. Did you watch that one? Oh, someone was telling me about that. But there was like a pizza bomber basically in Pennsylvania where this guy robbed a bank and he worked at a pizza place and then he ended up like getting blown up by this bomb. And there's oh, this whole like... he was saying that somebody was forcing him He had to like do a it. list of things to do. Oh. Yeah. So okay. anyway, yeah, not doing any of those things. But what is giving me life, I will tell you, is I watched the Spider-Man movie, the new one. Oh, The no, no Back Way Home no or way whatever. Home. And um, it... It 
reminded me of my sexual awakening when I was 12. Because I knew when I watched the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, I was like, oh dear, we have some problems. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, oh my, there are things to stir him downstairs. And then when you saw him again in the new one. He aged very well. Well, And I was like, oh, I don't even care. I know he's 5'8", but whatever. (laughs) So that gave me life. He's tiny. Oh, okay. But like all of them, because I was like, oh my God. And then I love like the outtakes because it was like, there, there's a part in the movie where uh, Tobey Maguire is like, oh, my back hurts. And then Andrew Garfield is like, oh, let me crack it for you. And I was like, oh, my God, this is fan fiction sexual right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to need a minute. No one's here. It's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> but like, <laughs> so that's giving me life. What was the other thing? Oh, let me consult my phone. I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Spider-Man movie, um... Really? Oh, and then uh, they have these brookies at uh, Vaughn's, which is a brownie and then a cookie baked on top of it. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. like, those are giving me life because they're super gooey and like, it's really oh, yummy. Yeah. Fun. And you? So, right now I have a couple of them, so bear with me. You always do. <laughs> the first one is I have a new playlist on Spotify that called? I made. Yes. It's called It's a Vibe. Okay. So, it's spelled like. I S S A like SRA. Okay. Um, insecure. Okay. And then B Y B E. Oh. Um, and it's all like tropical house and all this like kind of music that's very vibey. Like, like you'd have at a pool party. Yes. I exactly what I tell people. I'm like, it's like if you had a pool party, this is the kind of music you would. Play. I have been looking for a play. I need to find that because like I look in like tropical beach house playlists and they're all like annoying. Are there any vocal tracks on yours? Yes. All of mine have vocal tracks except for maybe like one or two but even then it's... But still... And there's like covers too. Um, So it's like, it's... I love it. It's like one of my favorites right now. And it's actually um, it's... Not on TU Gay. It's, it's, it's on his like, personal. Oh. It's on my work one for some reason. Oh, copy and paste I it. I it, yeah. So, uh, and then I just got my new Bulbasaur cover for my <laughs> AirPods, and I love it. And it's amazing. It's so cute. It's it looks a, like a dog toy. I know, but like, Cooper thinks it's a toy for him, so he's like always sniffing it. And then um, I am also, okay. So I've been on this like Jersey Mike's kick. What? Hmm. Jersey Mike's. The subs. The sub subways. Yeah. Or subs so like or... I'm like that's giving me life right now because like I've been having it a lot. Like, Wait, where's the nearest Jersey Mike's? Just over over in, in the hub. Mission Valley. Yeah. What's the one in the hub? Uh, that one is uh Ike's place. Oh, I don't Different. like Ike's. Like, Andy doesn't like them because they're too like they have too much sauce. There's I I was gonna say they're too wet. Yeah. So. I like Jersey Mike's, but I don't like it Mike's way. Oh. But also, I don't understand their numbering system when you're on their website. It's like one, two, seven, eight, twenty-four. I'm like, there's no like chronological order for these sandwiches. I don't think I've ever had this. And and when you combine two, like there's a forty-five and fifty-four, and you can combine them together, and it's like (laughs) ninety-nine. There's a secret menu. Okay. Add the numbers together. It's kind of silly, but like uh, the girls at work were like, you've been having uh, a lot of Jersey Mike's. You should, that should be what you're obsessed with this week. And I'm like, oh, somebody's been listening to the podcast. Well, (laughs) and you have never steered anyone wrong with your sandwich recommendations. I know, right? Because it was Rubicon Deli. Yeah. Yeah. So see, it went from like combo number three to number 17 to 10 to seven, like 
What? They There's need to have a number thirteen. They need a combo number five, and it's Lou Bega's favorite sandwich. <laughs> It's like a, a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> and then it can be like a little bit of a little bit of read is all I need. <laughs> okay, go. we're trademarking that jersey mic, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Alright, and then my last thing that I'm obsessed with. Oh, there's with, more. There's more. This is the last one. You're like more. Oprah's gifts. I know. <laughs> you get an obsession. You get an obsession. So um I'm obsessed with Lady Gaga. Okay. Okay, because you know at the Oscars. Oh, we have stuff to talk about for that too. Ah, uh, do we have to though? For a brief moment. For a brief moment. Okay, I'll, I'll we'll talk about it for a brief moment because like everything has been said, everything is done. And, I like, want to know what your opinion is. So okay, so, Lady Gaga. Um, but Lady Gaga, of course, you know she did her whole thing with um, Liza Minnelli, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, it's such a, a heartwarming moment to see her go, "I got you," and Liza Minnelli say, "I know," Aww. and it was just like it was great. But, I'll, you know, it's just starting to come out now that there was, like, a shady moment afterwards. Not with Liza Minnelli, but, like, involving Lady Gaga and somebody else. I guess when she was going into Elton John's Oscar party after the Oscars, Caitlyn Jenner <gasps> yes. stopped her. It was like, you haven't been, I haven't seen you at the Starbucks. Yeah. Oh, I switched baristas. <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna tell that to people. Like, I haven't seen you. Oh, I've switched baristas. And it's like, did you even see the? Did you see the outfit she wore? Caitlyn Jenner wore. No. I'm like, ew. Like, I'm not a fan of Caitlyn Jenner. None of us are. And I was like, were were they working off an old list? And that's how you got into this party, Caitlyn. Like, I thought that was. So I had. I thought that was like the pre-Oscar party. Oh no no no! This is an after Oscar. Oh. Yeah. So, but she her posture was so horrible and like. She obviously doesn't have any more gay friends because, <laughs> like, nobody would have let her out in that outfit. Her fupa was like. Well, she's also alienated the entire LGBTQIA plus community. Correct. Yeah. Or it's LGBTQIA. I mean, look at that I... outfit. What gay person is gonna let you walk out there to an Elton John party in that? Not me. <laughs> exactly. Did you know I was talking with Andrew Davis the other day, and it's LGBTQIA two S plus. I did not know that. No. Yes. And I don't know what the other ones are, but okay. we looked it up. What's the two S's. Right? I think two is two spirit, which oh, involves the indigenous uh, folks of yes, America. Yes, I love inclusivity. I just was like, "There's more." Yeah. Well, I was like, I did two not spirit. get. We talked about it. I was like, I did not get that email. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on the newsletter. Um, yeah. I thought you meant there was like an S and an S. So I'm like, what does that mean? Oh no, the the number two. Super slick. <laughs> yeah. It's super Saiyan. Okay, so we're done with with mouth to mouth. So do you want to talk about the Oscar thing? Yeah. What do you? What is your opinion on it? I, tell know, me what you tell me what you think. There, a lot of people are upset, and I get it. But you're under the assumption that. Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia. Well, and... And I didn't know she had alopecia. You know, the best part about this is that three days or whatever prior, she was releasing a video that she said, I love my alopecia and I am confident in who I am. I love being bald. Right. Uh Uh-huh. So, you've got Will Smith doing this, and then during his acceptance speech, he decides he's going to break down and he's a vessel for love and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, you know, and I think... Andy was telling me that um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had, like, a really good op-ed about mm-hmm. this uh, that he, like, posted and stuff. And it was, like, you know, you – and this isn't me. I, I, I don't care. But, like, you know, you have a certain way that you're supposed to, as a black man, 
to comport yourself, unfortunately, because that's what society required mm-hmm. you to do. Um, you know, but the fact that nobody did anything, and yeah. it was just like, yeah, you guys can't just let this happen. We can't keep going. And and props to Chris Rock for just keeping his composure, keeping his composure, and doing what he needed to do. And yeah. it was like, okay, but also I don't want this to become something where people feel it's okay to just walk up on stage and start and resort people. to violence. Like the thing Especially that comics against comics, right? Against comics or just or... in general, like if you don't like so- what someone is saying, use your words, right? Like. Why? Why are we hurting people? Right. It, Come it, on. It should never resort to physical violence. Mm-hmm. There's so. a funny bunch of back and forths with Ricky Gervais because someone posed the question: Well, what would have happened if it was Ricky Gervais up there? Because he's done, I guess, other Golden Globes and things, and been pretty piercing with yeah. his jokes. I mean, right. he's been very hurtful at times, or also in very poor taste. Right. But like. Would Will Smith have gone up and punched him, and would the world react the same way? Right. But yeah. also, what's oh my god? Who's the female comic? Amy Schumer. Yeah, she made jokes about Leo DiCaprio and having multiple girlfriends, well, but he didn't called, go punch her. She called Kristen Stewart a seat filler. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, I <laughs> feel like, funny. <laughs> but you know, going in that like you are a prime topic of a joke. But also, people were like, he's made fun of Jada Pinkett Smith before. Mm. But they're and, professionals, right? They're, they should. Be this is what this. they signed up for. Yeah, your lives are always going to be. You're always going to become a, a butt of a joke. Yep. And I'm like, is he now going to go beat up every single person who was talking about August and everything um, with that whole entanglement? You know, know when when they um the they have an open marriage. Oh yeah, and she got involved, but I guess it became a relationship. Remember, because. You you said that. Oh yeah 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 like his she's... name was August oh. and it became they were looked like a couple. Oh. While she was. I just her. am like I don't care if you don't like like if you say something offensive like the person that's offended can then go and tell you and then you apologize and then you're fine, like that's that's it. Don't hurt them. Don't punch anybody. Or slap but, anybody. But do you think it was good manners? I was going to say mind your manners. It? Yeah. Because that's a topic for this week. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue there. <laughs> I was going to try and loop. I was I was going to like, as I was eating my brookie and like almost contemplating microwaving it right before I came over here. I was like, how <laughs> can I? Microwaving it? Microwaving <laughs> um, With your broken gay rache. <laughs> So, but you were thinking about microwaving it and what? And I was going, how can I weave in mind your manners? Oh, see. And you wove it, wove it? Yes, I did. Wove it in. Wove it in, wove it in. It's not illegal. So, (laughs) etiquette is defined by the Oxford English Dictionary as the customary code of polite behavior in society or among members of a particular profession or group. So, basically, etiquette is made up of the traditions and code Manners is the execution of that. Also, etiquette's a hard ass word to spell. <laughs> I was like, is it the double T? <laughs> I'm like, E T I K I T, etiquette. <laughs> it's etiquette. Um, but, like, etiquette before used to be very, like, strict. Like, if you watch, like, they do a lot of research on some of these shows, like Bridgerton and Downton Abbey and uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So they have. Like, the idea of, like, what the manners and etiquette was like back then. And so when you watch that kind of stuff, it's very, like, strict. I would have, uh, like, in looking through a lot of these things, I was like, I would have been killed. 
<laughs> I would have been slapped. You would have been an outcast. Nobody would have like invented you anywhere. I mean, like I pulled up a list of fifty things that are like etiquette, and I was like, oh no. I know. Well, and then then you've got to decide. Okay, those things have to move with the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, so and how but, do they change if they do? Right, because you've got not only um, the advent of technology, but like you know, phones and everything, but also gender roles and how they change in society because now there isn't just the two genders that yeah we had before mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so it so i'm gonna i guess we would t- talk about etiquette and stuff and manners and everything because i'm like i'm interested in how you feel about certain things like hmm. i have opinions because <laughs> like okay so let's bring up like there was a time when like nick had posted on social media about like uh, a joke like, oh, you know, sorry I didn't get back to you, and now it's been two weeks, and I'm scared to respond. Like, is that bad manners not to respond to somebody's text message right away? So I think it depends. And I think with etiquette, it's so situational and depending upon the person. And it's kind of like what one person might feel comfortable with might not be what another person. Because, like, if you also then, like, Hold on, rewind. Like, you also have to know the boundaries of it. So, like, if you have a friend and they're like, I am not good at responding to text messages, don't take it personally. Like, But okay. is it just an excuse? I don't know. To say, so that they can preface this in case they don't ever answer you. It's like, oh, well, I'm just, I told you I was really bad at responding to text. I, so. I feel like it depends because if you are knowingly do that, you're a malicious human being. <laughs> There are people like that. Yeah, well, then they they need to be maybe slapped. We can slap them. But for that kind of stuff, like, because I've been guilty where, like, there have been times where it's like, you know, you get a message or whatever, and then you forget to respond to it because you get sidetracked. But also, like, it isn't an expectation that everything that comes to our phones needs instant, like, review. But people, that is an expectation amongst people because we live in a society where it's right there in your hand. You can't tell me that you can't see it. And we even have it on our watches mm-hmm. and everything where it pops up. So it's like, do you really have an excuse? But then again, I do because I'm at work. Oh yeah. I didn't see it. What if and I'm in, I'm in calls all day, but like that, that's the thing. Like the expectation needs to be known by two, both parties involved where it's like, you didn't respond to my text message. I understand that. But like, I didn't respond to it within the five seconds you sent it, but I'll get back to it. Well, like how long do you wait? Like, what's I mean, acceptable? It's, I try to get back as quick as possible, but I also am always on my phone. And, like, when I'm working, I have my personal screen and then my work screen. And, like, if I get a text message, it's on my iMessage. So I can, like, one keyboard here and then work on my other keyboard. So, like, I love that you're doing the fingers, too. <laughs> like, that's the universal sign for, like, keyboards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, then there's other times where it's, like, I'm leading meetings and, like, I can't respond to something, but I'll see it. I know. Like today, I had like seven meetings back to back that were 30 minutes each. And I was like, I'm done working today. (laughs) It was only like three hours, but I was like, I'm done. I've been talking all day. But like, I don't know. Like, that's the hard part. Because I think you you said it. Like, we have an expectation that there should be instant gratification, which needs to go away. But what about phone calls? What if somebody just calls you? No one calls me. Oh, if someone calls me out of the blue. Well, I have it to where if you aren't on my um, emergency contact list, it goes straight to voicemail. No. Yeah. (laughs) ATT call protect, baby. I'll pay that $2.99 a month. Oh. Yeah. And if you're not in my contact books, contact books, contact list, it goes straight to voicemail. 
crazy. So I I am uh like back in the day, what is it? Fielding what is it? Uh fielding your calls? No. Yeah, screen screen. Oh, I screen the shit out of my calls. Uh huh. I think maybe do we pay for that AIB? you have it. You have it if you want it. Hello, yes, I want it. <laughs> yeah, because I got a lot of, I would get a lot of spam calls, and I was like, I'm done with this. And then, um, so spam calls don't come through, but then, like, sometimes I'll miss, like, the vet, and I'm like, thank God they leave messages. Yeah. So, like, if if you don't get a hold of me and you need to call me and you get to my voicemail, please leave a message or send me a text. Okay, so what about, like, situational stuff? Like, you know, at dinner, do you have your phone out? I mean, it's a... I can't. I I don't like phones out because I want people to be present. Oh, okay. So like, and I've been guilty of it too, but it's like, if I'm on like a date, so like if I go out and it's like, it's a date time, it's like no phones, put it on, do not disturb. Like we're in the moment together. Like nothing else is important. And if you're on do not disturb, it'll come through eventually. Do you leave your phone on the table or do you put it in your pocket? Pocket. Okay. If it's an informal date, like nothing, like... I want you to, I want to be the only thing that you see 100% of the time, but what always. But if, if the date isn't going well and you need to, like, get it out? <laughs> well, if the date isn't going well, you invent an excuse and you don't do what, oh, God, was it Chris who stayed on the 16-hour date? Remember that? And he's like, yeah, then we ended up going to this one place. Girl. And I'm like, oh, end it. Well, don't put it on the table either because, like, you know, some... Uh, somebody might send you a picture and it might be a penis and so your whole table just stops. Or penis. someone might steal your phone. Yes. You could have a phone swiper. Oh, there you go. I should get into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go around people swiping phones saying like, hey, you got a bad date, pay me and I'll steal your phone. So do you use your, do you use your phone like when you're with friends? Yeah, like, so I feel like, but I've been guilty of both sides of it because I would love, like my preference is like, if I'm in a moment, I want people to be present because we're stuck in this world that like, you're constantly inundated with everything on social media. That moment is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it is, and I don't want that gift muddied and um, abominationized by, where are you going? <laughs> He's walking, okay, uh, bye. But no, like, I think it, it depends. Like, cause I've been guilty of it where I've been on my phone with people, you know what I mean? Like out okay. and about, so I think it. I think it really boils down to like the person that you're with. Like, if some people are okay with it, be vocal about your preferences, and then respect the preferences of the person that you're with. Do you, Do you like have certain times when you don't want people texting or calling you, or like before a certain time or after a certain time? Because like we're in bed by like ten o'clock, so oh, I like I utilize the do not disturb function all the time. Because if you try to call us at like one o'clock in the morning, we're not gonna like answer. Because Andy oh, yeah. had that one time, and then he had to like text the person be like, don't ever call me at one o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. No, I don't get, like, I, I, the only notifications I have on my phone are email, text message, phone, and then, um, like, very minimal notifications on my phone. Because, like, when I'm going to bed, I don't want to hear anything. Like, I don't want to be disturbed. That's why it's called to not disturb. So, like, go for it. You can call me, but if you ain't my contact list, you're going straight to voicemail. <laughs> See, like, I'm... My pet peeve and what is, I think is bad manners are when people are on the phone and they go up to pay at like a store <gasps> or they're coming to check in. Yes. Like, and they don't and they stop don't, talking. Because I that used to happen all the time at the hotel and somebody would be like on their phone, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I'm here to check in. And I'm like, 
Uh, I'll wait till you're done talking because we have stuff we need to go over. I I I make sure that if I'm on the phone, I'm I like I've been on the phone before where I'm like, hold on, person I'm on the phone with, I'm about to check out at the grocery right. store or whatever. Let me call you back, or like I'll mute my phone and then walk through because one of my favorite things is to interact with like the cashiers because I don't know why, but like I just feel like I want to be a good person and like I don't know, like you want to be feel like that. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, I lo- I really love grocery store clerks. Like, they're always friendly. Like, Lourdes is smart and final. Deborah is smart and final. Like, those are my girls. And then you have Santa over at Vaughn's. Like, they're really friendly. And the twins. Did you say Santa? Yeah, he looks like Santa. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I know him. Yes. <laughs> I, I was, oh, my God. I was, when I flew back from, um, oh, my God, when was the last time I was in Oakland? Um, I was traveling for something. And he was on my flight. Oh my god! I, I was like, oh my god, I was fangirling because it was the cashier involved. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sidetrack here for a second, but like, <coughs> my boss just signed up for Santa classes. What? Yeah, he's just signed up for Santa classes. What is? He does look like Santa. So we play Santa. He goes. Uh, oh, that's LA. your boss. Yeah. Oh. So it's FaceTime. In, in October, uh, I think like in August or something like that, he's gonna go up to LA for two days. They have one day where they do like all of like the um, meet and greet kind of stuff. Do they pictures. teach you how to pronounce ho ho ho? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the best way to say it, how to look, how to stand. Oh my god! How to take the picture. And he's properly. paying for this. Yes. Oh my god! And then the second day is the business side of it. Oh. So what do you charge? How do you Santa charges pay? nothing. All that kind of stuff. And I'm like, his wife is not very happy about going, but he's very excited. Is she about Mrs. Going. Claus? <laughs> no, she doesn't want to be Mrs. Claus. Um, so anyway, so back to what we we're talking about. I just thought of one thing, like with phones and everything, like about calls. Like, I think it's very rude for people to just FaceTime out of nowhere. Oh yes. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't call me and FaceTime me. The only people that do or, that is my family. Or on the street. I'm like. Why? I'm like, listen, if you want to FaceTime me, hey, want to FaceTime? But, like, I'll have people, and then I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I deleted the app. Is that why you never answered my FaceTime? You never FaceTime me. <laughs> no, you go straight to voicemail, don't you? <laughs> yeah. He's unfortunately an emergency contact. <laughs> but, yeah, but Andy brings up a point. Like, I see people all the time just walking around, like, on FaceTime, having conversations, like, I everywhere. Know. They're going to get hit by a car. I hope so. Like, I want, like, <laughs> I would be, like, one of those people who would trip you as you're talking on. Paul, like, oh. don't, please don't become the FaceTime serial killer. <laughs> I would love to see that documentary. <laughs> but, like, you're in a, you're, like, a theme park. Could you not be on yeah, your phone like, right what? now? There was, oh, my God. When I was flying back from North Carolina, or no, I was flying to North Carolina, it was my connection. You bitch! <laughs> see, he just called <laughs> me. To call you but you, is it, was this the second time that you called? <laughs> Oh, because it's on Do Not, or no, it's not on Do Not Disturb. So I'm special enough to go through. Well, because if it were after hours, it would go straight to voicemail because you're not in my emergency. But so I was, uh, I think I was uh, flying from uh, Washington, D.C. to North Carolina, and there was a girl FaceTiming somebody while we were like on the plane, and there wasn't Wi-Fi on the plane, so she definitely did not turn off her um, (laughs) Her cellular. And I was like, "Um," I almost turned her on, and I was like, are you done? (laughs) Well, in that same vein, people just showing up at your house. Well, people like, can't show up at my house because there's a gate code. Oh, 
I show up at your house all the time, though. That's fine. Okay. Well, I love when people show up. I don't know what you're. What do you mean? Like, I I don't have a problem with it. Like, you don't have a problem with it. I do. Do you have problems with like just people just showing up out of the blue? Like Adele, when she hates to turn up out of the blue uninvited. I'm <laughs> If Adele showed up at my front door with my gate code, I'd be like, what's up, girl? But there's people who are just like, don't just show up at my front door, you know? Yeah, I mean, and maybe because you're doing some, like, conspicuous things, like murdering. But, like, do you have to have that conversation ahead of time with people? Like, I feel like, what I feel like nowadays, it's like, here's my list of must-haves, and here's my list of things that I don't true. want. Your but friendship like, writers? You don't want to come off as rude. Well, yeah. There's, there's hospitality, and that is, you know... Oh, I'm Southern, so, yeah. <laughs> you never turn away a, a visitor. Oh, right? I would. Oh, sorry, I'm really busy right now. You want to come back later? No, because, like, my mom would, like, if people showed up, she'd just be like, okay, well, bring them in, and I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm also of the whole idea that if you come inside, you're either going to get something to eat or something to drink. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that... Too yeah. is See, and, and for me, if someone shows up, it's actually saying a great thing about you because they want to visit you. So I yeah. just think that's the most positive thing ever. Yeah, unless they're a telemarketer. No, or not a telemarketer. Salespeople is a different story. I yeah. don't like people who knock at your door and try to sell you stuff. If they're Mormon, they're gonna get the out of here. Mormon? <laughs> no, Mormon. Okay, Jehovah's I'll leave already. Women. God. <laughs> Jehovah's Witness. Listen, if you are all of these things, we love you, appreciate you, but don't come knocking at our door. <laughs> Unless you are a Girl Scout, I'll I'm take those cookies. Yeah. <laughs> what if they're really attractive? I um, mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> give them a glass of water. <laughs> Come on in. Tell me about the book. Have you seen this new show, Minx? <laughs> Let me turn off the closed captioning. <laughs> How does this make you feel? <laughs> so, um, okay, because, so, all right, so this is probably going to be me, bad manners and stuff like that, and bad yes. etiquette, but, like, I don't like holding the door uh, on the elevator for people. Oh. Like, if I get on the elevator, I start pushing that closed door button as quickly as possible. I, hold, I will tell you, I'm the opposite. Like, if there's somebody that, like, entered, that just left the building across the street that's indicating that they're going to come in the building where I'm in and I'm in the elevator, I'll hold it open for them. And I would kick you out of that elevator. And they have, <laughs> they have to cross 14 lanes of traffic to get there and then go through the river into the woods. Yeah. Oh, no, they could have just walked and I saw them right behind me at my peripheral vision. I'm like... Door closed. Door closed, door closed, door closed. It depends, though, because some days I'm like, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, mm And then other times I'm like, come on in. And then I'm like, I... What? And then you point, you're like, oh no. And then they put their hand in the door, and I'm like, oh, that's the worst. Or they have an umbrella. Or like, I'm a, the door's about to open, and I'm inside the elevator, and the door opens, and you're standing right there. That is bad manners. Or they just stand right there. Let me get out. Or if there's a packed elevator, and it's like, I'm gonna just squeeze in, and like you have to face everybody, and it's just like, hi, that's me. I'm that, that person. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> PC, PCE. I still do it. I'd be like, hello. There was there was used to be this thing years ago where they told if you really want to unnerve people, walk into the elevator and face the back wall instead of facing forward <laughs> and you will like freak people out because everyone turns around and faces the the door oh <laughs> try that now <laughs> or like just or just go into a corner yeah 
and like and then act standing face one of the sidewalls. But if you don't face forward, you you you've broken this kind of social contract. Of, but that's the thing is, if everyone's in an elevator and I walk in and I'm facing everyone, I'm just like, hi. But is that good or bad manners? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm there to. I'm here to like just make y'all uncomfortable. So how do manners get set? Like, I mean, how does etiquette get? kind of encoded that British you know people. what's right or wrong. <laughs> I British mean, people. I, I think it's just a societal thing. Like, you know, it comes from way back. A long know, time ago. the British people. Yeah. <laughs> then the British. And yeah. Over here, they, and then yeah. it's just kind of gone from there. And it's like, but again, it's like something that would have been considered, um, you know, high manners back in the Back in the day, like, you know, a calling card when you came by, you gave it to the butler, and then they would take it to the lord and lady of the house and tell them that you're there, and you had to wait by the door and stuff. But nobody does that anymore. I would love a calling card. Like, what does that say? Like, I just want to be able to put that down on something and be like, can you see if they're available? You know? (laughs) I think that'd be cute, but nobody does that anymore. Yeah, there's some things that, like, but I, like, there's some things that I'm like, oh, these are really, like, cool ideas. And then other ones, I'm just like, who has the time for this? Like, I was reading something, and it was like, oh, um, you can't have candles at lunch, only at dinner. And I was like, um, what? That's very interesting. Just like, yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to put candles whenever I want. Yeah, restaurants don't do that. They, like, take them off for lunch and then put them back on yeah. for dinner. Because it creates an atmosphere. I want all atmospheres to be welcoming. But, like, I mean, if you want candles, what if you're a witch? And you always have candles. Then they got different etiquette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Andy's like, what if you're in a world of gasoline? You can't light the candle. True. Um, well, okay. So do you think it's bad manners not to like, like, what if you make plans with somebody? And like, you know, because I'm an extroverted introvert. So I might have a good day. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that with you next week let's do it and then it comes along and you're like i don't really want to do this <laughs> i see i don't care i don't take anything personally like i feel like i don't lose my cool i don't take anything personally when it comes to people canceling plans with me i'm like okay it's fine like if you're because i understand like if you're having a bad day or like if something comes up that's fine that's okay see i feel like manners mm-hmm. also has to balance with your mental health too because i think sometimes manners being so mannerful, like, mannerful, is that a word? <laughs> it is <laughs> you're so worried. If you're so worried about doing everything correctly and yes. like not upsetting people and not trying to offend. It's going to just like, stress you out. But, Andy, go ahead. What's your opinion? No, I, I mean, so, for, for example, RSVP. If you're invited to a big event, there's reasons why you RSVP. And yep. when you say you're going to show up, where someone's paying $150 a plate for your dinner, you show up. You 100%. Know? And, yep. and there are even East Coast, West Coast uh, in the yes. U.S. here, there are very different oh attitudes God. about yes. RSVP. On the East Coast, if you said you're going to a wedding, you show up. And if you can't for some reason, you're calling that person that day to let them know why you weren't there or what happened. Yeah. On the West Coast, people just show up that weren't invited. They might bring a friend or, you know, like... All of those, and, and, and very often, half the people don't respond or mm-hmm. don't show up. So yeah. you can't really plan. But in certain contexts, that's important. You know, you have a child's birthday party. You need to know how many people are coming. Yeah. 
you know? And there needs to be enough cake. Always have extra cake. <laughs> you always want extra cake with fondant for me. Invite me to your birthday party. But also with an RGP, what if it doesn't say plus and guest? Oh, or well, that's when Mr. you have to. Mr. and Mr. Or, or Mr. if it's Mrs. like just you and it's like, well, is there a guest? Then you ask. And then but is they it tell you to ask. I don't no, think that's so. Where etiquette used to kick in. You, if you had these kind of standard guidelines, you knew exactly what everything meant. There weren't mixed signals. You yeah. Know, if if your invitation said Mr. Paul Smith, only Mr. Paul Smith was invited. Crystal clear. Hmm. And, oh, then they hated Andy. <laughs> well, and I mean Andy <laughs> brings to Andy. <laughs> no, he, Andy brings up a good point because it's really on the onus onus of the person sending out an invite. Look at. You, Onus. Like Onus? Onus <laughs> thing is possible. Own this dick. <laughs> I, do own, I do own this dick. But I would say that that plays to you growing up in the East Coast because you have this like rig, more rigid, I would say, expe- and, expectation. And also age. And I'm also, and age, yeah. Because but that, no, I was taught that as a kid too. It's very like RSVP, like those kinds of things. I think I, my mom is from Pennsylvania, but my dad is from California. But like, they aligned on those kinds of like manners, you know what I mean? And it's always like, if you're invited, you have to tell them and like in a reasonable amount of time, don't wait until the day before. Cause you're right. It's, you have to pay for something or like if you're going to do like, if it's a big event or something important, like commit to it. And it's only like extenuating circumstances where like, you're not going to go. It's also, I think COVID pre COVID, like once COVID happened, like COVID became then the like, out you know it's like i can't go because i have covid so then everyone's kind of like oh okay well like i just say i switch baristas <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good point yeah because, because things that happen in our culture will change what the rules are yeah know? right again um, it, it, it adapts it evolves based on where society is at the time mm-hmm. you know because like there are things so now we can get into the things that like people don't do anymore that were considered like high manners back in the day okay like handwritten thank you cards mm-hmm. people don't do that anymore no you well know? apparently sending an email that says thanks is bad manners what i do that thanks exclamation point all the time like just because like somebody sent you something well like or? i don't know but then it gets it gets layered because you have like business etiquette and like personal etiquette and like my business etiquette i'm just like i don't fucking care like i'll send an email cool <laughs> yes period <laughs> I mean it's different like because I addressing you because we talk in shorthand now when like because of texting and stuff people are just like K yeah thanks oh my god K the letter K yeah <gasps> what are you, a top? that's the equivalent <laughs> yeah. the equivalent of K is fuck you yeah exactly if someone responds with the letter K it's like might as well just go jump off the edge of the earth but also I think it might be considered bad manners just to send an email that says thanks because people will put upon that whatever they feel because like it's no longer yeah. face-to-face so many mm-hmm. things happen non-face-to-face that you lose intonation and you're cluttering and... their inbox right <laughs> oh that's well, not yeah. dirty so like <laughs> the notes i have clients that i write happy birthday cards to and i send to and for older clients they love it but for new for younger clients they're like why don't you just text me happy birthday i'm like because i'm trying to be nice to you so it's like good to know it's like noted like 
But it's just he, like some some people are like it's I don't know if it's just a generational thing because I enjoy a note. It's well, really lovely. Yeah, but it also depends on your like your upbringing, you know. But I will also say like at the office, the doctor his one of the things that he does is he writes a thank you card and a get well card. It's like oh. a get well thank you card. Oh, so if you have thank you for your surgery, money, get well, girl. Yeah, <laughs> if you have surgery. We send it out the same day as your surgery, so in a couple of days, you're going to get that card in the mail. And people oh, are like, I, the people would come in and God. go, I love that you guys sent a card. Thank you so much. I got your card. Like, oh. I really appreciate that. And it's like, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> or agree. Or he'll call the same mm-hmm. night just to check on you. And oh. I think that that's like, business-wise, that's really great manners. Yeah. You know? And I, so. I think business, like, has become so less mannered. Like back in the day, you would if you applied for a job, you'd get a rejection letter, and now it's like you just get ghosted. Well, and like people would like write thank you notes to the people that interviewed them. Like, I wrote. I would do that. Yeah, I wrote thank you emails, thank you notes, whatever you want to call it. And like, like employers now, it's just like mm, I, there's so many people out there. We're not gonna let you know. Yeah. And like I always, when I was interviewing for my my team, I'm like, can we like tell them the reason why we're not picking them, please? Like. Yeah. Because I want I was in a position where I would want to know, you know? Plus, I want to buy cool stationery. I want to, like, have a personalized stationery. Oh, my God. Like, with the uh, the the wax thingy, and you, like, stamp the wax with your I emblem. That. We used to sell that at Pier 1 when I used to work there. And I would be like, I really want to buy this, but when am I going to use this? <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Just write just letters. Use a candle wax? <laughs> you'd be, like, sealing his iPod case. <laughs> Paul, you could write letters to random locations and have pen pals. Oh, but man. I don't trust the post office because letters get lost. Yeah. I mean, Santa never gets his letters. Okay. And does anybody ever write Santa a thank you letter? No. 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 That's exactly. true. It's maybe true. they'll go over that. Thank in your, you very much. Maybe when your boss goes to the training, they'll go over how to deal with like your ghosting Santa <laughs> thank you letters and not being appreciated by the there world. You know. Like, okay, so another one that people, I feel like is slowly being forgotten. People saying, excuse me. Okay. Like, just like walking, like I'll, you know, like I, whenever I'm walking, I'm like, oh, excuse me, trying to get by people and stuff like that. But like other people are just like barrel right through me. And I'm they like, like oh. move, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, look, ludicrous. Yes. <laughs> or I am so like proper when it comes to that. Like someone would run into me. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, sorry. Like, oop. I'm like, oopsies. Oh, oopsies. <laughs> So like, wait, what's oh. what's bike etiquette? Because I feel like oh, don't talk to me about bike. Get... I get when I'm on the like driving or whatever, or like even walking. Some you are a nicer biker, but they're not, not all nice. No, I feel like I'm nice. always in the wrong. You up, uh, you abide by the law. But those so, people but don't they, do that. They, they, they I know, and they give us a bad name. They anyway. give bikers a, a bad, bad name. Bad name. <laughs> I'm li- I'm living that we're not using the real songs and we're just like spoofing them because we can like not get copywritten. <laughs> Maybe that's the that's the secret. Maybe that's the secret. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So this is like like one of my things, and and Andy and I were talking about this uh, this morning, I think. But like dressing up to go on a plane or just to dinner, um, because like. You know, yes. on, a on a plane? Oh, plane. hell no. I am going to be a comfy ass sweats. Uh uh-uh. uh. But, like, it used to be that yes. flying was such a prestigious thing. It was an experience. And it was, and it was an experience. Yeah. Yes. That people would get dressed up like men would wear suits. And I'm like, I would love that. I, um. I just want to have a, 
a plane suit. But also, it is hot as hell on those planes. So unless they have some conditioned air that's like really circulating, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> but I also, if that's the case, then I also want them to go back to like giving me real plates for food and yes. like an actual dinner. Yes, <laughs> and then they'd be smoking on that plane. Too. Exactly. No, because federal law prevents tampering or sm- with a smoke detector, <laughs> FAA. But also, like dressing up to go to dinner. Yeah. You know, like I. Like, I think that's a cool idea. Or, like, a dinner date. Like, I will try, like... And, I mean, I don't have many fancy clothes. Like, I'll put on a polo, maybe. A button down. When you put on pants, I think you're dressed up. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I have to wear pants to work. It's very annoying. (laughs) Andy, like, the other day, we're, like... We went to brunch and he's like, I'm wearing pants, like real pants. <laughs> and then you were like, well, but the thing is, so we are very aligned on that because then when we do it, it's like, oh, hello. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just up for you. <laughs> but also like, oh, yes, I do look good in clothing. Thank you. Oh, this is the spring line. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's very interesting because I think it, it is kind of rooted and mismanaged when I see like women who dressed up very nicely and then you see... Or even if a, a man dressed up really nicely, like one person is dressed really nicely and then mm-hmm. the other person is dressed like, uh, I just wanted to come out for free food. That's it. Like, <laughs> I didn't know we were going to a restaurant. I thought we were going to Popeye's. Oh, <laughs> <You know? laughs> we saw that at a dinner like a week ago. Right. Uh, and it was weird because it was the guy that was very dressed up in a jacket and everything, and like a suit jacket. Email date. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, and she young, had like her juicy couture. young thirties, and she had sweats on. I mean, gray oh. sweats, gray sweatshirt. Hmm. It was like, but usually it's the opposite. Yeah, it's usually the girl who's dressed up and the guy that's like, in a societally heteronormative. Yes, that way. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's two gay men? Um, I think you both should be dressed up. Yeah. You know, wear your tuxedo. Exactly. I want some tails. Oh. You, if you wear tails, you go get that tail. Oh. <laughs> and I oop. <laughs> so, but like, um, also, I didn't realize that this was good manners, but like eating slow and deliberately. What? Like eating slowly and deliberately. Like I mean, I deliberately eat. <laughs> but no, like nowadays people eat really fast. Like I know I do it. Yeah. But that's also because I worked in a kitchen, so I'm like. I have to eat really fast. But you have to get it while it's hot. Yes, exactly. Eating slow, then the food is going to get cold. But no, but you savor it. It becomes like, especially if if somebody cooks you Mm -hmm. a home-cooked meal, you're like savoring that and eating slowly and letting it digest and the dinner goes on. I mean, you could savor it and just have conversation after. (laughs) Slow and deliberate? Yeah. Okay. What are some of the things you had on yours? So one of the things that I thought was actually really interesting and what I was like, oh, huh, I wish more people do is that when um, when you're on speakerphone, let the person know that they're on speakerphone. Okay. <laughs> so I called somebody the other day <laughs> and I was like, hey, blah, 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 this is about work and stuff. And she did not tell me that she was on speakerphone and somebody else was like, so what are we going to do about that? I'm like... Who's that? Oh. My parents do it all the time. I'm like, am I on speakerphone? They're like, yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Albeit it's just with my mom and my dad, but like... No, my sister does it. She'll like be driving and she'll call me and I'm like, do you have me on speakerphone? She's like, yeah, I'm driving. And I'm like... Or like in the car and it's like, oh, I'm with blah, blah, blah. Like, let us know who you're with. Right. Like, yeah. announce yourself. Yes. Uh, and the next one is a work etiquette and it's don't microwave stinky food cough cough fish or broccoli 
or cauliflower. Oh, are you? <laughs> I'm I'm a broccoli microwaver. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let me tell you this. So when I was working up in Carlsbad, I would have like the it's steamed broccoli and cauliflower. And I would steam oh. it in the microwave. And I got Ugh. a complaint. My manager had to be like, can you microwave your food downstairs so it's not as stinky? Okay. So we share an office with an, with an antidontist. And so one of them microwaved his his uh, prep meal. And it was like chicken, but it had like broccoli and asparagus and stuff in it. And he microwaved it and we could smell it all the way over onto our side oh. of, the, of the building. And I'm just like... Are you? And then we're all like, what does that smell? All of us say, you're like, what is, what's that smell? Is the, is the sewage backing up? Somebody take like, the bathroom. <laughs> I feel like the thing is never microwave fish in an office, ever. That's it, a cardinal sin. Yeah, that's a, that's a Like, I get it. If you had hot and sour fish soup last night, that's great, but don't bring it in. Right, yeah. Like, give me some oatmeal. If it already had a heavy scent to it at your house, don't bring it to work. A hundred percent. This one was... Uh, Actually, I don't know how I feel about it, but don't ask for leftovers when you go to dinner. Like, go to someone's place for dinner. Okay, yes. Like, if you're a dinner guest, because, like, growing up in a big Italian family, like, there's so many leftovers, it was just like, here, take this. Right, because you should wait for the host to offer it to you. But I will say that, like, sometimes um, on big family events, like, people take leftovers before the person that hosted the party takes leftovers, and there's nothing left for them. Which I think is not fair. Actually, because I, I, me and Andy were of the, uh, I, I think we're of the same idea that, like, if we don't have any leftovers, even better for us. Because, yes. like, I can actually start cleaning these dishes then and I don't have it clogging up my refrigerator. So, but like. Also, if somebody wants to take the food you cook, you make, that's yeah, that makes you feel things great. about you, right. Because you're like, oh, they really enjoyed that. Like, we had a thing at work today, and it was like a potluck for our boss's birthday. And people were like, I made corn pudding, because that's Ooh. my potluck thing. Mm-hmm. And people were like, um, are you going to take that home, or can I grab something? I'm like, yeah, take some. Take it all. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, what about Andy? Andy's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it if we want it. Yeah. But I thought that one was interesting because I'm like, I've definitely been in like family events where it's like, oh yeah, we're just like going to take leftovers. I think if it's like a, um, you were invited to dinner and it's like a dinner party or something like that and yeah. it's not like a potluck or something, then yeah. I would definitely say you need to wait for the yeah. host to mm-hmm. offer it. But like if it's a potluck, I'm also like, hey, is it okay if I just grab some things to take with me? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that but I also okay. wouldn't be offended if I was hosting something and people were like, oh, like, can I have some leftovers? I'd be like, yeah, go for it. But also I think it depends on how close are you with that person. Yes. Who's hosting. Yes. Because if it's like a really good friend of yours, you could be like, oh, hey, I'm going to grab hey, some Hey, girl, okay. I want some corn pudding things. Is that right? I want to see that corn tomorrow. <laughs> you were always going to. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to see it in two days. <laughs> um, the next one I thought was intriguing was that when you're talking to somebody and if you have sunglasses or earbuds to remove them. Well, I mean, I hope earbuds because like... Earbuds 100%, but I wear sunglasses when I talk to people and I was like, oh my God. But do you take only one earbud out so you can hear them or do you both out? Um, I think they say both. See, because I like, I saw Nick and Steve when I was walking Cooper and I was like, okay, let me take one ear out that stops my music so I can hear you. Yeah. But, like, it's not a very long conversation, so mm-hmm. I don't need to take both out. Yeah. I think just, like, not having them in. 
But the sunglasses one, I was like, oh shit, I use, I'm always like. I think like, it's like, again, it's like a face-to-face thing. To, see, so to like, see somebody, I'm like, yeah. I'd like to keep it on, please. <laughs> and I'm also, I already know the assumption of it because I also have earbud or earpods that like, I know that taking one out stops the music. Right. So, so I, I there's usually an, have my attention. There's an assumption yeah. that I know that that's part of that. Yeah, that's but true. Has cheap ass headphones. Where that's keep ass ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, one head over. You're like, yeah, exactly. I did have I did have a coworker though where you'd go up to their desk to talk to them and they had earbuds in and they would not take them out. And you know they were on like transparent mode. They were AirPods or whatever. So they supposedly had sound passing mm-hmm. through. But it was like you're not really listening to me. But you? exactly because that that's and that can be considered rude and bad mannered because you. Obviously, don't want to take the time to listen to me, and yeah. that's how it's making me feel. Yes, yes. So yes, but yeah, no. I I get the whole taking sunglasses off too. I never do it. What if I'm outside? You want me to damage my retinas with UV radiation? <laughs> yes. Just to look at your face. Yes. What see if all it's a of it. okay? See it all. What if it's a bright and sunny day and we both have to squint to see each other? That's fine. I squint already because I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because I'm also happy. <laughs> I keep my if I see you y'all out there, I'm gonna keep my sunglasses on. <laughs> so what else you got? Um, the last one is that like if you're having a personal conversation on a cell phone, like don't have it in like a public area. Oh, just like FaceTime. step away. Yeah, yeah, like step away. Like excuse yourself or something, or like go to a secluded area. Like I hate when people are like in like a very crowded area and they're having like very intimate conversations and it's like arguments and I'm just like, um... Oh, I love it when people start arguing. I'm like, um, could you like do that at home? <laughs> <laughs> hey, put them on speakerphone, but let them know. <laughs> yeah. I'm here with so-and-so, so-and-so. So what did you just say to me? <laughs> the lady at the DMV wants to hear. Rhonda at the DMV is invested. I bet Vons and Santa would like to hear what the fuck you just said to me. <laughs> and the twins. One of them got promoted to supervisor. I'm proud of them. I don't know who these people are. There are these two twin girls. You don't go to Vons. <laughs> it's Vons and Mission ha- Mission Mission Halley Mission Hills. Right. And um, that's the- our neighborhood Vons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my neighborhood Vons is in North Park Vons. It's oh, not good. Now. Yeah. You gotta go upscale. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Mission Hills Vons is my fave. But there were these two, there still are these two girls, they're twins, identical twins. And like, I feel like I've seen them grow up because I've been here for six years, basically. Aww. And like, I've seen them be as, they were baggers first. And then they, they were like the checkers. And now they're like the managers. I'm just like, oh, they grow up so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the Vons going? ladies. <laughs> huh? Where were you going with this? That's it. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So my last one before we go, it's like, and this is, I, I thought it was very interesting that this was considered good manners, but like keeping a napkin in your lap while eating. Like. What? Yes. Yeah. It's considered good manners to, because like, I will always put the napkin in my lap yeah. when I go to the restaurant, but some people don't do that. And they're like, that's considered good manners because if, Anything falls on your lap, yeah. the nap will catch it. Well, and did you know that if you're not wearing, um, like, lighter clothing, you're supposed to get a black napkin from the restaurant? No. If you have dark pants, they give you a black napkin at, like, high-scale mm. restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to put the napkin on for you and say, then do a little hand job. 
Yeah, I've, I've, I've never heard of a different color napkin, but I've, I've worked at, you know, high end. They put it on it, for you. Or they put it on for you. Yeah. Andy would, Andy would do that and just graze. You must have had the lint free uh, napkins that don't leave a residue. You just like have them leave a different kind of residue. <laughs> it's semen. <laughs> Well, question for you guys: What about in other countries? Because everything we talk about is is cultural about U.S. Yep. culture. But in Japan, for example, there's very specific things you do and things you don't do, and ways to do things, um, even more so than the U.S. And for someone coming from the outside going in, it helps to know that because it helps you blend in a little bit better and not necessarily insult your yes your guests. So. Think about them coming to the U.S. having etiquette or having these expectations be clear. Let's foreigners kind of fit in better, right? Like no tip, like and no tipping in Europe or like in Japan. Like if you um, like don't finish your meal, it's like disrespectful. I don't know if that's it. There's something with like food and something. Like if you finish or not finish. In certain, yeah, in certain Asian countries, yeah. you have to at least taste everything. Yes. It's very rude to not taste something that's mm -hmm. put in front of oh. you. Or like if you, I think if you don't finish, or if you don't finish, or like, there's something about like food and it's like disrespectful, like because it's like, oh, you didn't have enough food or like you ate too much and like you're like needed more or something and like the house host or something could have provided, yeah. I don't know. There's stuff like I. This is etiquette in America, so we'll preface well, with and, that. And when I worked at Universal, they would tell you Ow. there were certain um, things that you weren't <laughs> you weren't supposed to do because that's considered bad manners in other countries. Like you're supposed to use two fingers to point, oh. or use your whole hand, depending on certain. Items. Why would you, two fingers? Oh, because sometimes finger, like holding up this way can be a a, a swear word in another oh. country, like a foul gesture. Yeah. So you hold out your hand. So you you would point with your hand in the direction. <laughs> yeah, that was in Germany. <laughs> it's over there. <laughs> Do you see it that way? Yeah, <laughs> Oh my god, we can't sing that. No, I think we can. It's not copyrighted. Yeah, it's fine. We good. <laughs> right. No, it was a song before Sound of Music. Anyway. It's a folkloric song. Okay. It's all public got. domain. Thank you. <laughs> royalty, royalty free. <laughs> so I mean, well, it was a you know a lot has been learned. Yeah, I mind think. your manners, y'all. Yeah, mind your manners. And the best thing that you can do with etiquette is drop us a message. That's right. Good etiquette is sending us a everything. An email that just doesn't say thanks. Yes. <laughs> and then also sending, uh, we accept MoneyGrams too. <laughs> Is that a thing? Uh, MoneyGrams? Yeah. Uh, Venmo? It used to be. Like you could send Western Union MoneyGrams. Is Western uh, Union still around? Because that that's how you would do that when people were like, uh, you would send money like, was it wire them? Can't wire them. bank fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> International con. <laughs> but can I tell you, like, I for a long time, I thought Western Union was still using horses when I was younger. Stop like, it. To send money back and forth. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, all right, everyone, have a great week. Special thanks to Andrew Smith and Nick Stone for producing the show. If you like us, please follow us at TUGazePod on Instagram and visit us online at TUGazePod.com. 
You can find us anywhere you can stream podcasts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and let us know topics you'd like to hear. And always remember, stay safe, stay classy, stay sassy, and always stay a little bit trashy. See you next week.